Welcome to Tuning In. My name is Audrey Wong, and I'll be hosting this spiritual mastermind. I'll be sharing practical tips to empower you to consciously manifest your desired reality. We're going to cover a variety of topics such as spirituality, psychology, the metaphysical, and business. The intention is to provide a safe space to dream and think outside of the box. So buckle up. I hope you enjoy the ride and thank you for tuning in. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Tuning In. My name is Audrey Wong, and I thank you for tuning in to the first episode where I talked about how to start learning to breathe into your body to do body-focused meditation. And a couple of questions came up from that episode. Um, The first one was, um, how do we open our hearts and connect when we have so many layers of traumas? Like, is it possible? And I did respond uh, in the comment section so that I could answer that question right away, but I wanted to address that in this episode. Uh, Yes, it's possible. I didn't talk about my own complex post-traumatic stress disorder in my first episode. I was diagnosed with CPTSD in my 20s. I'm 47 now, and I had a lot, a lot of trauma, many layers of trauma. Uh, I just don't talk about the details of my trauma because a lot of it came from my family and I try to respect their boundaries and their journey because they too were traumatized and I do love them on a soul level and I respect their journeys and it's about our own healing. Um, When I talk about the body-focused meditation and root trauma release, I try to look at things at a soul level perspective and understand that we as souls pick our families. Um, I chose my family and I chose the traumas that I would probably uh, experience in the family dynamic that was already established before I was born. And a lot of the trauma was intergenerational trauma, it's cultural, it's uh, basically, you know, my parents had parents that traumatized them and they had parents that traumatized them. So I try to really honor and respect that. And we are entering an age of shift now where a lot of the old paradigms are basically crumbling and dismantling. And that includes the old way of living and and programming and culture, role beliefs about women and men roles. And, And just in society in general, what we value is changing drastically, materialistic things, um, accolades, awards, uh, things that make us feel valid because we're getting external approval. We are now entering a time when we have to find our own self-worth and self-love and go deep within. And that's why I called this meditation, um, body focus because we're going in our body instead of going out and why I called this podcast tuning in because we're tuning in to our body and also we're tuning into our soul by tuning into our body because when we tune in and get in our body and release trauma our soul can get into our body more and also we actually tune into the collective consciousness more and on a soul level we understand what's going on subconsciously and our soul will guide us to be exactly where we need to be. So to address the question on whether we can do this if there are a lot of layers of trauma, yes, but it does take effort and time and dedication. I do this work every day, I've done it for years and it took many, many years to be as traumatized as I was and it took years to unravel that trauma. The wonderful thing is when you do root trauma release, Um, you're going to the root of the traumas. And a lot of times when we're traumatized later in our life, we're actually remembering our earliest traumas. So in the work that I teach and and I coach, 
I basically will find out what's triggering you now and then ask you to focus on your body and breathe. And then we'll ask your subconscious um, to tell you when you felt this before. And I guide you to basically not focus on their later memories. You know, to make a note, you could, you could even write it down or just make a mental note about when that memory occurred. You know, when I was in my 20s, this happened. When I was in my teens, this happened. But try to go below the age of five because that's when our earliest memories occur. And now I'm finding that my clients are needing to go even before this life to past life traumas. And that has been really transformative and I've noticed huge shifts with that. The thing is, it it, it depends on where you are in your journey. So uh, in the beginning, I just say try to look at least before age five. Um, and I find that sometimes it's difficult because we feel that when we're looking at our traumas, uh, from our families, we're saying we don't love them. And that's not true because they did the best they could, but they may have traumatized you because they were traumatized and th their parenting style was trying to make sure you did things a certain way. And that may have suppressed who you were as a soul. So you could have experienced their parenting as traumatizing. And it's not saying you don't love them. It's just saying that the programming may not be a fit anymore. So understanding that helps you to be more open to seeing the memories a lot of times people are blocked from seeing the memories because they don't want to blame their caregivers and environment and it's not about blame um, i talk about that a lot in my instagram posts where we don't want to go into the drama triangle which is persecutor rescuer and victim where you're constantly blaming people or victimizing yourself and circling around this drama triangle no it's about looking at it in a neutral way and honoring everyone as souls and and that they did the best they could given who they are and who they were and you did the best you could given who you were and now you can change that by doing this work and taking ownership of what works for you and what doesn't so yes it's possible it's very possible i had a lot of very uh big cptsd symptoms where i was very scared of uh displeasing people very people pleasing so i would suppress who i was so that i could please people and for the first half of my life i was trying to get love from external people by being a business person and I and I love that and I'm so grateful that I had that journey but there is a lot more to me than the business side I am a very spiritual being and I'm very artistic and creative and I actually rejected that part of me uh, when I was a teenager and went to school to go study computer science for practical reasons and just suppressed all of that and then I had an awakening experience in my the early 30s to remind me of my soul self and I will talk about that in a later episode but I learned that I was programmed to suppress who I really was because I am very spiritual and I'm very creative and very expressive and I'm silly and I am goofy and dorky and that's who I am. And I, as I embrace that, I just feel so much more energy and I have more uh, positive energy to create my life as I want and also help others because my cup has runneth, is runneth over with just positive energy. And that's why I'm doing these podcasts to help uh, give back and pay it forward. So it does take time and effort. You have to just get to know yourself 
every day and who you are and try to figure out what was yours to take on in terms of external programming. There's some things that work. Uh, my work ethic, for example, is something that I continue to bring in to my soul experience. And, uh, you know, I'm able to create a lot from that work ethic, but uh, there are a lot of things that I have discarded that don't match me anymore. So I think the main thing is getting to know yourself and breathing into your body is uh, one of the keys to learning who you are because your body tells you what matches you and what doesn't. And that leads me to the next question that was asked on Instagram, and that's um, how do you breathe into your body? So when I say breathe into your body, it's basically taking deep breaths and breathing into your diaphragm. Um, I actually studied voice for five years. Uh, I can uh, sing uh, Broadway and opera, and I learned that um, breathing where you breathe in and expand your diaphragm so you get more air is a way to get more breath for holding notes and singing for a long period of time. Uh, so that actually helped in my meditation practice. So breathing in and not taking short breaths, shallow breaths actually uh, perpetuate that fear and panic kind of feeling. So breathing deeply into your diaphragm. And then when you're breathing deeply in your diaphragm, pretend you're focusing, so focus on the, your body and scan it. And in a way, when you do that, you almost feel like you're breathing into your body parts. So you're breathing in your diaphragm, really, but you're actually focusing your thoughts on different body areas. So for example, if you're breathing in your shoulders, you could breathe in your diaphragm, but imagine your shoulders, and it's almost like you feel like air and energy is going into your shoulders so you can feel it. and connect with it. You could do that with your chest, with your stomach. And basically in the beginning, I just suggest you breathe and just kind of focus, do a scan of your entire body to see what's feeling off. And that's the start of, of getting to know your body through meditation. And you'll kind of feel what's imbalanced and you'll feel kind of tightness in certain areas, pain in certain areas, just off. It just feels weird. It doesn't feel light. And when you find that part, and you may find multiple parts, so I would suggest focus on the part that is a little more off. So if you have three areas that are lit up as you start breathing in your body, just focus on the one that is more lit up and, and just breathe and focus. And you could just, just do that for 10, 15 minutes or more. And even doing that actually helps release some of the tension from that area, helps you get some insights without even asking. You don't have to do the root trauma release work yet and ask when have you felt this before. Just getting into your body and, and feeling it, you actually may just get memories that remind you of when you experience this feeling. And it just starts helping to chisel away at some of the trauma that's trapped in your body. So again, breathe into your, your, your lungs and your diaphragm. You know, some people say you'll you'll know when you're breathing in your diaphragm when your your stomach extends. So, and your stomach extends, and it's not that's shallow breathing. And breathing in your diaphragm is, and your stomach's extending. And I'm not showing that, but my stomach is is expanding, and that's the diaphragm's, which is this muscle underneath the lungs, and it's expanding, and my stomach's coming out because the organs are extending. So that's what I mean by breathing into your body, and. Um, the reason why this is so important is because we are constantly not in our body because of all the trapped trauma, we are probably living in our brain and thinking all the time. And that's why we can't meditate often and we're always worried about the future, worried about the past, 
I can't believe I said that. Oh my God. Oh my God. What's going to happen in the future? I'm terrified. That's what the brain does because we're just always not in our body. And it's because we have trap trauma and our autonomic nervous system is just in a constant state of trigger. And our mind tries to explain why we feel unsafe. So when we're in a constant state of trigger, we subconsciously are just in a constant state of fear. And then we're constantly hypervigilant and scanning in our environment, trying to figure out what's unsafe because I feel unsafe. So it must be true that I'm unsafe and you will attract that. Your subconscious, because you are in a constant state of fear, you will attract things that prove you right, that you should be fearful of the world. So you'll attract things that are very triggering and you'll attract people in your life that confirm to you that life is unsafe. So the more you heal and trigger, the more relaxed you get, the more trust you have in yourself and the world around you, the more belief in the goodness of the universe you have and you will attract that. So I found that I was able to manifest better when I did the trauma healing work. I was introduced to the, the work of Abraham Hicks, who I, who I highly recommend, and um, they talk about the law of attraction, and I love it, and I often listen to uh, their YouTube videos uh, when I need a boost in the morning. The thing is, though, I found that I needed to clear my own trauma and release it because even though for those 15 minutes I listened to the videos and audios of Abraham Hicks, I felt good during those 15 minutes. And I, you know, I think I've, I could take that with me throughout the day and manifest, but one trigger that trauma, that triggered a trauma memory just threw all that all out, all threw that out the window. So I basically had to learn to heal my trauma so that I could just naturally vibrate at that level of trusting universe, believing in positivity and being able to attract uh, what I want in my life. Another thing too is the reason why we can't attract what we want in life is because sometimes what we want is not in alignment with what our soul wants for us. A lot of times we want things from a fear-based state because we are looking for approval from others. So for example, I wanted approval from my family who believes in intelligence so I thought if I was just this amazing business person and just really succeeded and made a lot of money I will get the love I wanted and it did work and it didn't work so you get a brief high from getting approval but then the approval doesn't last ever because um, the reason why they don't approve of you whoever it is, your family, their tribe, your you know, teachers, whatever, doesn't always have to do, to, doesn't always have anything to do with you. It's about them. So I had to learn that and I had to learn that I was not only meant to be a business person, I was meant to be someone else who would help others um, to be of service, to be a teacher. Um, I am a very spiritual being and I inherited a bunch of spiritual gifts that I just suppressed. And once I stepped into that and was authentic about it, uh, basically, which is very scary because my old world, my business world would scoff and probably just scoff at all my spiritual beliefs and all the teachings, but that's who I am. And that actually was a big reason why I was able to succeed in business. Even though I didn't show that part of me to my, my, my business cohorts, 
I, ha I did have a lot of spiritual things that I did in the background, not as much as now, but I definitely did. So I think once I let go of that person that was trying to get approval from others, I was able to manifest more easily. And, and that's another reason why sometimes we can't attract what we want. It's because we are not desiring things that are for our highest good. And doing the work and healing and getting to know yourself actually helps you know what you need to do as, at, a, at a soul level, what you want to do as, at a soul level. And you can attract more easily because you're aligned with what your soul wanted you to do. Um, I think that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I thank you for tuning in. And again, if you have any questions or comments, please leave them. And I ask you to check out my YouTube channel. Um, this will be posted there too if you want. And I also am distributing this on podcast platforms such as anchor.fm and Spotify. So if you wanna listen to this um, in the car or when you're doing chores with your earbuds, feel free to go to the podcast platforms. Again, uh, thank you for tuning in and I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like this episode and want to hear more, please subscribe and share it with anyone else you think would also enjoy it. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Until next time.